People, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the wonderful uh, The Arsenio Buck Perspective Podcast. Man, oh man, oh man. We're going to talk about imposter syndrome and what it is. You know, do you ever have that question that comes to mind? And it's like, you know, what do I do when I feel like I don't belong? Have you ever felt that? It's happened to me on a number of occasions. Uh, there have been times I walked out of places. There have been times where, you know, where people are conversing at a restaurant. I walked out and people say, well, where'd you go? And I'm like, well, I just felt like I didn't belong there. You know, maybe you aren't capable enough. Maybe you feel like you're not confident enough. Or maybe you don't feel in, like fit in with this group of people. You know, maybe you are succeeding right now, but you don't feel like you're being rewarded. Like you don't feel it. Like you're not developing into the person you're supposed to become or be. See, these are all and all these different types of things, man. People tend to bucket under this whole notion that it's called imposter syndrome. It's kind of like, you know, people just have to end up developing like a self-diagnosis and saying, oh, you know, it's a legit big thing. This is why I'm sabotaging myself. Not happy in life. I guess this goes with all other labels in life too. Like, oh, I'm alpha. Like Shaq, Shaq would always say with Kobe, you know, he was an alpha, I was an alpha. No, you were two just egotistical ass players, okay? And I'm talking about them from a player perspective. This isn't Kobe's death or anything. I'm talking about from a player perspective, you two were egotistical assholes. And you. it was always about what you wanted. It was never about what the team wanted. That's all there is to it. There's no alpha there's no, yeah, I come from an alpha planet and I was born with alpha genes. It's that divisive term. It's this self-diagnosis. It's this, I'm too black, I'm too white, I'm too straight, I'm too gay. You're self-sabotaging yourself because it makes you feel better. It's the same bullshit-ass labels. You know, you probably don't have any real sense. You're just experiencing doubt. Places you may not fit in. It doesn't mean that you're ruined. It doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. You're just doubtful of some things. I remember back in, let me get a sip of my coffee. Mm. I remember back in 2011, I was sitting on a rooftop with Mika. Mika, obviously you never heard me mention her on this podcast because she was just a person that came and went. It was a purposeful relationship that helped me back when I first moved to Australia when I was fucking 24 years old, Jesus, like, no, not, not even, I was 23 years old, all right, Mika was there for me to go from here to there, and I never spoke to her again after living in Melbourne, but, you know, Mika invited me, not invited, I kind of invited myself to her and her little hangout with some friends at the top of a roof, and here I am, there's an Indonesian girl, there are three, I can't even remember the faces of the three others, but I was just sitting there as they were speaking amongst each other, and I wasn't understanding their rhetoric. I wasn't understanding, you know, their jokes. And I remember only the, in, in that one and a half, two hours. And I remember Facebook being a thing back then. My goal was just to meet friends and to meet friends on Facebook and message them and hang out with them and stuff. But I remember the, the light shined on me and all her friends just looked at me like, Ugh. and I was like, whoa. And I remember from that time forward, I never hanged around with those people again. I remember I removed one of the Indonesian trainers at the time from my Facebook. And I don't know what happened, but it had to be within a year, probably no more than 2012. I can't remember her after 2012. 
But she was like, hey, why'd you remove me as a friend? I was like, oh, well, I felt like you just didn't want to be friends. She's like, no, I really did it. And it's funny, like six months later, she ended up removing me. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. But nonetheless, that is just trying to find a real group of people, right? It's a signal for me and for you to learn and try and to get better, to find better groups of people that you actually attach yourself to, the same expertise, the same mission, right? you know, going very quickly into another one before I continue is, uh, you know, one of my uh, current students right now, she has a 33 year old daughter and her daughter, again, not judging, but her boyfriend is 50 years old. Now her daughter's rich. Her mother's rich. Wasn't always the case, but hey, they hit the jackpot. And not literally, but let's just say, you know, a couple of relationships and bada bing, bada boom, everything went well. But, you know, the daughter's already rich and she is, has a boyfriend who's 50 years old, okay? It's a Thai American man. And he has five houses out there in America and stuff like that. And if, you, if I were to like, you know, look at, and I, I could totally lost what I, you know, the, the, the idea that I was trying to reach for, but think about it. Like she's 33 and, you know, maybe other 33 year olds here in Thailand aren't suitable for her. She works for an American company. She's practically American. Her name is Nicole, you know, but, you know, she never for once says, oh, should I be married to this or should I be a boy, or, you know, a girlfriend to this 50 year old man? I feel like I am a gold digger. I feel like I'm this. She never for one second feels that way. It's just when you have that self-doubt and that negative self-talk, this is what happens. So if you're not sure about this, pay better attention, observe, be on the lookout. Maybe you need to skill up. You need to skill up. Mm. And what I mean by skilling up people is maybe you need to upgrade your peer group. Maybe you need to upgrade your social group. You know, see, don't confuse, okay? And don't confuse this with the, I don't know if I fit in, but the, you know, but are, you know, do, I don't know if I feel safe with this. These are kind of like syndromes, right? Syndromes that ultimately pinpoint you and make you a bad person or a broken person as if something is wrong with you. You know, that sense of doubt makes themselves feel and makes yourself feel inadequate or wrong, right? I may have doubt in myself in terms of something, but I don't run around saying, oh, I have imposter syndrome. Now, I remember when I was already destined for greatness back in 2016, when I started teaching IELTS and I taught this girl IELTS and she got a six and I didn't even know what I was doing, but she got a six and speaking another girl who this guy said she wasn't going to get anything high. And I was teaching and just speaking and listening and she ended up scoring and she ended up moving to New Zealand. I forgot her name, but that was back in 2016. He was shocked. He's like, I can't believe it. That was an imposter syndrome running around beating my chest, but other people believe that I had imposter syndrome at that specific language center and said, oh, well, we don't think you're as good as you say you are. So you're saying that I have imposter syndrome, but look at my results. You see what I mean? Like, that's not going to create self-doubt. Never did any of those moments that, oh, you're too black, you're this, you're that. As a matter of fact, I have a post, I'm probably going to have to dissect it coming up in a future podcast in regards to what I had written seven years ago. Shocking. I'm so happy I found that because I love going back into the mindset of where I was. But never did I ever believe that, oh, I'm too black and I need to stop acting like I know what I'm talking about because I'm just black or I need to stop acting like I know what I'm talking about in regards to IELTS because I really don't know shit. No, my track record pro proves itself, right? And so 
that's not imposter syndrome. It's just called self-awareness. And it's a call to just get better. So if you feel like, oh, I don't feel like I belong. I don't feel like I earned it. I don't feel like I'm capable. Let me ask you. There's, I'm going to ask you this right here. Saying that this is my group here. Do you actually feel like the people who are around you? Like, is that legit or are you there out of insecurity? Because often what happens is that when we feel insecure and what's happening with the group of people you work with or whatever it may be, you feel like that you're not capable because of the people around you. You're not worthy enough because the people are around you. And then you end up judging yourself and you set this impo these impossibly high standards. See, most people are not insecure. They just feel like they don't have a sense of belonging. They're just secure in their own zone. What that means is you gauge yourself today because you're trying to measure up or trying to measure up to someone else's five more years of experience. So whatever line of work you may be in right now, you're measuring yourself up and comparing yourself, which is obviously a devil too, to someone else who has five years more than you, 10 years of success, two to three degrees deeper of understanding. Man, I knew I was already better than a lot of people, regardless of what other people have been getting, because I got results, but I never compared myself to other people. Listen, this guy's house across the road from my girlfriend, it's joint. They have a family home that's joining the two houses. They're rich beyond rich. Am I judging myself and saying, oh man, I don't have a sense of belonging in this neighborhood. I don't belong here. <laughs> Never did I ever believe that I didn't belong in this neighborhood. The reason why I tell you this is because this is another thing that um, imposter syndrome may happen. Do I feel like I belong in this house? 1000%. But if I had the mentality of, listen, this is the biggest house I've ever lived in. And compared to the biggest house that I ever lived in from 91 to 97, I don't belong here. No, that was my parents' financials, not me. Listen, people, I take a motorbike and I pass by houses that are a ridiculous amount of money. In our neighborhood, there are Mercedes Benz, there are Porsche, there are Lexus. Do I ever say, man, I'm coming down a neighborhood and I feel like I do not belong here. I live in, a, still live there currently, but not really. But I live in a condo where I could walk through that garage and there are nothing but BMWs and Mercedes Benz. Do I ever for one second say I don't belong here? Man, I feel like I belong in even greater places. I believe I belong at the Ashton which is the most expensive condo, the most beautiful condo in the world, hands down. You can't even compare it. I feel like I belong there. You know, when I see Porsches riding by and Mercedes-Benz over here, not at the neighbor across the street, but over to the left, they have friends that come over every now and again. They have a big get together and stuff like that. Th these people got like, a, a, I don't even know what series it is, but the Mercedes and the BMW that comes, I'm like, oh my God. Do I ever say, man, Baby, I don't feel like I belong here. I'm sorry. I really just don't feel like I belong here. Absolutely not. Because I'm worthy. Because I've developed. Because I've run the miles. And for you, maybe you're in the field of endeavor where you need to get more experience, where you need to run a few more miles. 
Now, if you're in trouble with your self-worth saying, I'm not worthy enough to hang around with this crowd, that's more about your identity, that negative self-talk, like I already mentioned. You're worthy to hang out with anyone because guess what? I'm going to top it off with this. Humanity. Humanity. Did I ever for one moment have doubt when I had Cassandra on my podcast? Nope. I didn't. She worked with Antonio Bandera. She was with, uh, uh, what is it, Anthony Bourdain. She's a three-time best-selling author. She has done the biggest things ever. Did I ever for one moment say, oh, man, I don't deserve to have her on my podcast? I said, no. I said, my level of consciousness is going to attract me some of the greatest individuals on this planet, regardless of how many followers or anything. People who I need to be connected with at that specific moment to be able to deliver to the people who are listening around the world. See, you trim away the Warren Buffett, you have a human. You trim away the rock, you have a human. You trim away any of these people and you have human beings. They put one foot in front of the other, just like us. They have their own doubts and their own insecurities. Kim Kardashian is fucked, yet she's one of the most followed people on the planet. Ariana Grande is insecure because she's around a whole bunch of trash. All these big time net idols, you look at the Neymar, the Cristiano Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo has like a lot of kids, but yet he's still buying shit to impress people who really don't give a fuck about him or he's looking for external validation. Other people have their own insecurities. It's just they deal with them in different ways. You know, they have, the, they wanna succeed. They have good friends. We have a lot in common. And to top this off, yes, while I was at that gym, mm, and I talk about the gym a lot because never did I ever say to myself, I don't belong here because I see influencers with this or that. They eat, they sleep, and for the lack of a better term, they shit just like everyone else. They are no different. They're not. They had different journeys to get where they are, and you got to respect that. And oftentimes, we are so in our own saying to ourselves, oh, my God, there are some big-time influencers and these people and those people and this people. I don't belong here. No, you're just having an identity crisis. But if you trim back all those labels, those Instagram followers, that money, and that's one of the first things that my uh, my girlfriend always, I mean, she always mentions. And it's always about, you know, oh, he has a lot of money. He's rich. She shows me someone. She's very rich. Cool. It just seems like you're validating someone's pockets more than what they are. The richest people in this country are some of the worst people in the world, period. I don't care about if you're rich. What's your impact? Like, she's going to be depressed just like everyone else. I had a student who I haven't seen in probably four months already. Uh, and, you know, she's uh, near that gym, as a matter of fact, that I used to go to. And, you know, she would say, you know, she's very rich. She, she lives at uh, the Landmark, I believe it's called. One of the most expensive condominiums in all of Thailand. You should see the people that run through there and walk through there. But, you know... Looking at her, having multiple businesses, being as rich as she is and seeing all those workout videos and seeing how beautiful she is, she's been depressed. 
she's had suicidal thoughts, just like everyone else. That humanity connects us. And just understand when you're having imposter syndrome, everyone else, or not, not when you're having it, when you're having self-doubt, understand that everyone else has had self-doubt too. And everyone else, even the biggest and most supreme out there in the world, have self-doubt. And when you understand that, say, oh, so you're saying I'm human just like them? Yes, you are. So I'm having this self-doubt and this negative self-talk just like them? Absolutely. So I don't have imposter syndrome. No, you fucking do not. So what can I do to begin to start, you know, moving the needle forward? Well, you're going to have to start getting confidence to offload that self-doubt that you have and doing those things that make you feel uncomfortable and putting yourself in an uncomfortable position and challenges every day so that you could gain more confidence. And that's what I did. When I went into these gyms and you had all these beautiful women, oh yeah, you could bet you bet your ass. Was I, uh, was I not confident? Well, I just went over to this side and I just, hey, focused on what I was there to do. I'm not there. This is somebody else's table. I didn't create this table. I'm not going to go to the table and start taking and making all this noise. Uh-uh. I'm an entity within an entity. And that was just to go to show me, oh man, I'm actually doing, I'm doing quite well. I'm doing quite well when it comes to, you know, uh, you, you know, my confidence and everything. I don't feel like I need to talk to any of these women. I'm going to walk right by them and make them realize that, hey, offloading all that bullshit that you're dressed up in, you're a human just like me. And I could give a damn about how you look. I implement humanity and I implement humanity with my actions just to make sure other people maintain their humble. With that being said, people, over and out.